0: I confess I lost my vibrator and I tore the house apart trying to find it and I told my roommate it was because I lost my keys <laughs> unfortunately I was wearing my keys <laughs>
1: This podcast is intended for those 18 and over. If that's not you, please check out scarletine.com and come back to this podcast when you are of age. Thank you for listening to the Bed Post Confessions podcast. Bed Post Confessions is an Austin, Texas-based monthly reading and performance series about sex, sensuality, and the steamy side of life. Between performers, we ask audience members to anonymously submit anything worthy of a confession, which is then read aloud by one of our producers. The performance you are about to hear by Mandy was recorded on February 21st, 2013. Normally, on the Bedpost stage as an ASL interpreter, Mandy switched her role at eight months pregnant to share with us her thoughts on what to expect from sex while expecting. Here's Mandy. Uh
0: So where are my moms in the audience? Yeah. Do I have any pregnant people in the audience? Yeah, let's give it up for the pregnant people. Thank you for making it out here tonight. Okay, what I want to talk about is what to expect from sex when you are expecting. Are you ready? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Sexually satisfying a new partner requires intuition and communication and gets easier as you learn about that person. Over time, you learn how they respond to a certain touch, how you can position yourself just right to get them off like that. Practicing until you know their body almost as well as your own. So what do you do when your partner's body keeps changing on you? Shape, form, tolerance for touch, getting broader and wider and rounder and whinier until they climax to the point where you can't touch them for six weeks. (laughs) While you end up with one of the most beautiful things that human beings are capable of creating... Pregnancy can mean at least 10 months of romantic challenges. And it requires three things. A sense of humor, a strong stomach, and the willingness and ability to adapt and follow orders. So I always thought that making a baby would be like the hottest sex ever. Us wrapped in each other's arms, in the unprotectedness of it all. As it turns out, for a woman who has one kid and another one on the way, I haven't had a whole lot of baby-making hotness going on. (laughs) Our first child was a, we're not really trying, but we're married and stuff, so do we really need to use a condom tonight kind of thing? (laughs) (laughs) We were excited and looking forward to being parents, but it uh, wasn't really sizzling, hot, fun, experimental, baby-making sex. It was just kind of sizzling, hot, fun, experimental, regular sex. (laughs) Then, when it was time for us to have our second child, we got home from a randy night at Bedpost Confessions. (laughs) Yeah. It was amazing. We got home all razzed up from the show, and you need to know that as one of the interpreters, I have the best seat in the house. <laughs> I get to look at all you sexy people getting all horny during the show. <laughs> so I bottle it up, I bring it home, and I take it out on my husband. So <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> So anyway, we got it on, we got it good, and I'll be damned if we didn't make a baby. On the first fucking try, we got pregnant. Again, totally excited, but a little bit shocked. (laughs) So on that note, if anyone in here is trying to get pregnant, I am willing to stud out my husband for a nominal fee. (laughs) And if you let me sit on your face while he does it, there's a discount in it for you. Maybe in a few months, anyway. I love you guys. (laughs) So here I am, round but still sensual, sensitive but still horny, growing a person while maintaining myself. Can you imagine having an orgasm that another person experiences? read somewhere once that when a pregnant woman has an orgasm, the baby gets a massage as the uterus ripples with pleasure. (laughs) I'd imagine it's kind of like one of those hydro massage beds at the mall. You know what I'm talking about? Where you lay in it and it sprays water on you. (laughs) It's pretty powerful. A lot like the gestational orgasm. So, okay, seriously, I'd like to take this moment to remind everyone that there is a natural barrier between your love canal and your baby. So there is no penis-to-fetus face contact, (laughs) as a ridiculous number of people assume. (laughs) Yes, your dick is huge. But trust me. If you're imagining punching your baby in the face with your head or your penis, don't flatter yourself. There's this thing called the cervix that keeps the baby in till the time is right, and it protects it from penetrating objects. My magical vagina might not prevent unwanted pregnancy, but it sure as hell will legitimately protect my baby. studies actually show that consistent sex and orgasms have benefits for both mom and baby, including stronger pelvic walls and increased chance of caring to full term. Interestingly enough, if you look at mommy forums about sex during pregnancy, you'll see posts on posts of frustrated pregnant women whose husbands won't touch them. While on the other hand, some women experience the loss of their sex drive altogether because of the hormones. So, all you people out there need to go home tonight and get off for those poor, sexless mamas and papas. So, sexual preferences can be different with every pregnancy, even for the same woman. Everything changes. How deep, how fast, how hard, which positions. My husband and I joke that it's like he's having sex with a different woman every night. (laughs) One night, my sore, bulging breasts are off-limits, and the next, I want him to tease them. And sometimes, I want every inch of his skin to touch me, and others, I can't stand the feel of his sympathy pooch on my stretched-out belly. (laughs) listens intently, satisfied to follow orders, while I learn how to better explain or show what I like. My body and my desires changed so much that it felt like I was becoming a completely different woman. And I was. I was becoming a mother. And something that I had to balance with this sensual goddess of lust that lay in the same body as an innocent new life. And as a woman's body moves through this beautiful and sometimes just plain weird (laughs) process of growing a baby, each trimester presents its own issues. Early on in the first trimester, the nausea and exhaustion that comes with growing a baby that doubles in size every week (laughs) can make it hard for you to even muster the desire to give a good old fashioned And it comes to no surprise that sex can be difficult to stomach, literally. (laughs) I've heard horror stories of women trying and failing to simply give their man a blowjob. Sensitive gag reflex. (laughs) I'm glad to say I didn't experience that myself. (laughs) So slowly, nausea and exhaustion abide, and the amazing honeymoon trimester begins. It's that wonderful time where you don't feel like shit, but you don't need a forklift to ride your partner. (laughs) For me, the second trimester came with some of the most intense and easy-to-achieve orgasms I have ever had in my life. So you got to understand, the amount of blood flowing through your body when you're pregnant can increase by up to 40%. And a lot of that blood is in your pelvic region. (laughs) It makes for a good time in the bedroom. And even... When you are asleep. (laughs) The dreams induced by the raging hormones are heightened by that lovely increase in pelvic flow. A a delightful cocktail that results in, for lack of a better term, a wet dream. I have never in my life, aside from my pregnancies, woken up mid-orgasm. And I am talking... Oh my God, I just came so hard. Orgasms. (laughs) The orgasms were always amazing, and the dreams were interesting. (laughs) Fuck hallucinogens, pregnancy hormones win. (laughs) From lesbian lovers, sometimes with a surprise penis, to erotic orgies, and even one involving a sea turtle not kidding. <laughs> the dreams were never boring, and the orgasms were always amazing, and I always woke up in the best mood. <laughs> Regardless of why I had such weird pregnancy dreams, or how fucked up I just might be, they feel amazing and I wish I could have them all the time, minus the weight gain. <laughs> then as swiftly as it comes, the honeymoon period abides and in trumps the third trimester the prepubescent Bigfoot monster emerges with its acne-riddled face, hair growing in places where hair should never be. (laughs) The large belly swelled into the hugeness of the breast, swollen thighs and legs that have not seen a razor in weeks drag waterlogged ankles through painful strides. The third trimester shows no regard for your lofty goals of gaining the 25 pounds that's recommended during pregnancy. (laughs) (laughs) And any (laughs) delusions Any delusions that you had of being that cute olive on a toothpick pregnant woman Come crashing down (laughs) This is when a little sympathy weight on your partner can go a long way Even the most confident of women can struggle with body image at this time But somehow, my man still manages to get aroused, even after I lumber into the room in my sweats and my muumuu-esque pregnancy top, (laughs) flopping myself onto the bed as I tell him, I'll start getting the 50 pillows that I need ready if you will help me get my pants off. He happily obliges every time, and if I'm lucky, he might go down on me pressing his forehead into the lower part of my bulging belly. (laughs) You guys are killing me. (laughs) This is when I close my eyes and out of twisted pity, imagine him enjoying some beautiful non-pregnant woman, vigorously penetrating her. Also, that I can stop obsessing about the potential punch the baby might land on his forehead. <laughs> As we start to make love, he ignores the uncontrollable gas that comes with a pregnant woman's highly effective digestive system, enjoying the occasional breeze on his balls. Bathroom break, he happily keeps the party going until I get back. If he has ever thought that any of this was gross, he has never showed it. And has continued to call me beautiful, make love to me, and watch me do my yoga poses in the most inappropriate fashion. As much as I roll my eyes every time he makes sexual comments about my cat cow, I would be crushed if he ever stopped. He's a hoss. Even after the most embarrassing moment of my sexual career, he wasn't phased. (laughs) So, let me back up a little. So, I know it's annoying and cliche and you're tired of hearing it, but do your kegels. There is a reason that every general practitioner, OB, midwife, sex educator, and so on talks about Kegels. And by the way, yes, it is Kegels, you know, named after Andrew Kegel, the man who discovered the uh, female pelvic floor. <laughs> who knew? Um, <laughs> but anyway, let me tell you why this is important. We'd had a nice night. I was happy and loose, having a fuck-me-silly pregnancy hormone moment. We flirted our way to the bedroom where I arranged my pillows and he lit some candles and he teased me in the ways that I gave him permission to. (laughs) It was raw and beautiful and it felt so nice. My whole body convulsed as I melted into the familiar clenching that meant this was going to be good. Like, female ejaculate, good do that occasionally, but this time it didn't really go as usual. It just kept gushing and gushing and gushing and oh my god. Uh, In the heat of the orgasm, I had gotten a little bit too relaxed and I had peed all over him. He was soaked. I was soaked. The bed was soaked. I could have died. As we changed the urine-soaked sheets, this man that I appreciate with all my heart says something to the effect of, eh, it was still pretty awesome. He's over there. (laughs) So the best part about this story is that when I told him that I wanted to use this in this piece, he didn't even remember that it had happened. (laughs) I love you, babe. (laughs) And then I reminded him. The moral of the story is, work your pelvic floor, not only so you won't have to clench your legs with every cough and sneeze after you have the baby, but so that you can feel confident that your orgasm will stay just that. (laughs) So you get further through the third trimester, and you get closer to giving birth, and you realize that you're prepping for some time without any vaginal fun. And don't even think about going near the rear. Trust me, it's not pretty. So, have you ever heard of orgasmic birth? It's a real thing. Yeah, I didn't have one of those. Maybe this time? So it took me a few weeks after the marathon of birth to remember that I used to enjoy this thing called sex. And I had this horrible image of my vagina as a black hole, just sucking everything into it to some place that it would never be seen again. (laughs) And I completely forgot about that sensual goddess. I mean, duh, my miracle organ of a vagina had stretched 200% of its size. (sighs) But as time progresses, (laughs) your body returns to normal. Pretty much. (laughs) And you can do almost everything you always did. Although young children have this ability to suck the life out of you, so I'm not sure if I'm just not as adventurous as I used to be or if I've just been fucking exhausted for the past three years. (laughs) Check back with me in, hmm, 18 years? The first time I reached orgasm after birth, I was thrilled and terrified all at the same time. I was just so relieved that everything worked. (laughs) I came back down from the throbbing intensity of my weak pelvic muscles, and I noticed that my chest was wet. And I sat up and realized that I had milk just streaming from my breasts. It's not ew, there's nothing gross about breast milk. Breast milk is duct tape for babies. It fixes everything. Uh, so I came back down, I grabbed my shirt from the floor, trying to dam the flood, nothing I did worked. I guess my body had a hard time recognizing the purpose of that oxytocin in my body. You know, that's the hormone that's responsible for orgasm, milk let down, and for starting labor. Well, my body clearly doesn't understand what that's for, and and that's one of the reasons they tell you to do nipple stimulation and to have sex, to start labor. But I tell you what, uh, I had plenty of both of those, and my daughter was born a week late. (laughs) That's bullshit. (laughs) Pregnancy has been one of the most challenging obstacles that my husband and I have overcome together. And we are better people for it. (laughs) I trust him with my whole being to be able to laugh with me through the hard times, love me through the gross stuff, and have patience while we figure out the rest. How bad could it be if we willingly did it all over again? Just remember, get a mattress cover, do your kegels, and everything will be fine.
2: I love you guys.
1: Mandy is assumed to be mother of two who is taking a break from interpreting your perverted stories for the deaf in order to get up and tell one of her own. Mandy is an advocate for embracing sexuality, accepting your body as is, and talking openly with your children about their budding sexuality. Bedpost Post Confessions is produced by myself, Sadie Smythe of That's What Sadie Said, Mia Martina of the I Want Your Sex podcast at MiaOnTop.com, Julie Gillis of JulieGillis.com, and Rosie Q of SayPrettyBird.blogspot.com. Podcast audio production by Ian Danskin at Innuendostudios.com. You can find links to all our websites and more information about Bed Post Confessions at BedPostConfessions.com. You can also confess with us at Bedpost Confessions on Facebook and Bedpost Confess on Twitter, where we tweet audience confessions. Chime in and add yours. Until next time, we will leave you with a few other confessions from the audience.
0: I chose this one because, I don't know if y'all can see this, but the penmanship is phenomenal. I mean, it's a good confession, too, but it's very easy to read. Okay. Okay. I confess I gave a hand job to my boyfriend while driving one-handed 80 miles an hour down a freeway. When he came his jizz hit the glove box and steering wheel at the same time. Best hand job ever. I confess, the first time I had sex with my yoga instructor in his RV (laughs) I forgot to take out my tampon and I had to sit on the tiny toilet next to the bed while he helped me find it again Namaste.